Hello everyone, welcome to our monthly book review for The Names of God by Marilyn Hickey. Part of the book description says, Tapping into God's infinite supply. The book description goes on to say that God's names reveal a different aspect of his nature. As God is so vast, one name cannot adequately describe him. Throughout the Bible, God revealed himself to his people through his various names. Our review for January is the chapter on El Shaddai. I read this chapter all in one go the first time, then just let it seep into my mind. When we really trust God, this name should give us all the reassurance we need. Marilyn listed El Shaddai as the all-sufficient one, the one who is more than enough to meet our needs in every situation. My response to this chapter was simply, wow. Marilyn takes us through the Old Testament accounts of Abraham and Sarah and illustrates how God acts contrary to natural events, as she put it, which makes sense since God created all things. We're given examples of people who waited patiently for the all-sufficient one, even in harsh conditions, such as Jacob and the Laban's oppression, and that can be found in Genesis 29-31. I also think of Joseph put into slavery as a result of actions of his jealous brothers, then imprisoned after being falsely accused by a high-ranking officer's wife. Genesis 39.2 says, The Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph when he was rescued from slavery and given a high-ranking position, and the Lord was with him when he was falsely accused and put into a dungeon for two full years. Joseph was forgotten by man, but not by God. Proverbs 3, 1 through 6 says, My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Let not a steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart so you will find favour and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. That, to me, really does sum up (laughs) the whole situation with some of the um, names that you read about in the Bible and just the horrid, the horrific things they went through. Back to the example of Jacob in Laban's house for over a decade and the severe unfair treatment. Jacob worked seven years for Rachel, but was given Leah instead, then worked seven more years to gain Rachel. Maybe Jacob was aware that the older daughter would be in line to marry first, but tried to gain Rachel anyway. I have no idea. I am just reflecting on how Jacob was under extreme conditions for many years and God blessed him in his timing. El Shaddai was all sufficient and not only sustained Jacob but turned things around for him just like he would later do for his son Joseph. 
Marilyn refers to more examples of how El Shaddai provides for his children in every conceivable situation. When I think of the power God imparts to us through his grace, I am reminded of 2 Corinthians 12, 9-10, which says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I just think that's just so beautiful. And of course, it's so powerful. And the truth. I had an awful dream the other night that involved demons trying to get me. They couldn't get me, because in my dream, I called on Christ for help. He came, and the demons fled. There is nowhere God can't reach us, and nowhere we don't have the power of his grace. Praise the Lord. Marilyn encourages us to claim God's promises, like the ones he gives in Psalm 91, a beautiful psalm about being under the protection of El Shaddai, the Almighty One. Have you ever read Psalm 91? I'm going to go ahead and read it for you now. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you, no plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guide you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder. The young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I recently claimed 2 Chronicles 20, 15-17, powerful verses about standing still while the Lord fights for you. Marilyn Hickey had plenty of encouragement through the Word of God, 
which gives a clear message. El Shaddai can revive lives, no matter how deep a mess they are in. We can't begin to fathom God's power, yet this chapter points to Bible verses that give us a glimpse at the power of the Almighty, All-Sufficient One, El Shaddai. I am really looking forward to our review for the next chapter in February. Until then, God's peace be with you.